The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in this Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. If you are watching on Facebook and you saw that... <laughs> you just suffered the earthquake of earthquakes. <laughs> it's, the earthquake is so bad that it's... That, <laughs> window i did in fact i just came out of the window (laughs) i was trying i was trying to zoom in and like get a little closer so it didn't show like the whole table and everything trying to get closer to closer view of west seventh and and i was and i needed to tilt it up well when i tilted it up it just fell and i smacked it into the glass And then the, the, the remake of the earthquake of 2021 and, 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 and jerry palm was concerned about mountain the camera on a rocking chair out there and there you go with that <laughs> oh lord have mercy it has uh it has been rectified we <laughs> normally normally i would just have um you know me and mo on the screen at that point but Mo wasn't sitting in his chair, and I didn't want to just have an empty chair, so we had to <laughs> had, had to, to do something, huh? <laughs> to improvise, and that's what I got. Oh man, that was fun. <sighs> Poor Chip, he has to listen to us do dumb stuff all the time. Yeah, but but Chip goes to the beach whenever he wants to, so there's no there's no poor Chip. There's 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 no sympathy for Chip here. Well, uh, Coach Donnelly. I can give you part. I can give you part of the phrase. He goes, "If you're looking for sympathy, I've heard." And I'm not gonna. Yeah. And I'm not gonna finish it. No, so. no, you're not, no, you're not on this show. You're not. No. no. That is Mike. Mike. But it, but, but it is a class. It's one of his classics, though. That's for sure. Oh, one of his many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are joined on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline by the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, who. Um, Last week was kind enough to join us from the beach. Where are you today, Chip? Uh, I'm I am back in Murfreesboro, getting ready for uh, three days of Spring Fling HQ with Neil Price, and then uh, and then I've got a baseball championship game to broadcast on Friday. 
Which one are you doing? I've got. I was assigned uh, the Class A championship game, and Uh-oh. that will be at Blackman High School. And uh, and uh, I know Summertown's got a possibility in there. And, we hope uh, to see you there. Yeah. Yeah, and that will be uh, it. Will be uh, Clay Snellgrove and myself uh, on that one. A former MTSU shortstop, Clay Snellgrove. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's interesting. The uh, normally when we're when we have the baseball championships at middle, and this year they were not able to do that because of limited uh, seating or limited attendance at middle was not going to not able to lift right. just yet. But uh, so they're playing everything out at the schools. But anyway, it's normally me, Mike, Keith, and Willie Donick, and we just all kind of work, rotate and work around together. And uh, and some and we bring in some folks every once in a while, but. Uh, so this year with everything being out and we're all out at different venues. Uh, I know Mike has got, uh, I know he's got one with on uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, Willie's got one Friday only. I've got one Friday only. Uh, and Jake Rose, I think is doing one on Thursday, but we had to come up with some, some uh, analysts. So we've got, got an all-star crew. We've got uh, Jim McGuire is going to be joining Mike both days on Thursday and Friday. Um, uh, Snellgrove is with me on Friday. Um, let's see. Bryce Brents is going to be, he's going to be, I think with Willie on Friday. And then on Thursday, I think it's going to be up at uh, division two class double a at Wilson central. I think that's going to be Jake Rose and, and Woody Hunt. So, uh, so that that that's going to be your your TV crews, I think, for the week. Man, y'all got an all star cast. Um, is Bryce in town now? Yes, he is. Uh, can't tell you exactly everything he's up to, but he and Anne Marie are are uh, are here are back here in Murfreesboro. Yes. Okay. Well, good for yep. him. Yeah. I remember doing but, a piece. Uh, but, I remember doing yeah, a piece ahead. for um, Baseball America when he was coming out as um, probably the top two-way player coming into the draft that year, and um, he was he was something special over at MTSU for sure. So. He was, and he still, you know, statistically that his that junior season of his, or, or actually his sophomore season, uh, still statistically goes down as the best season any one player ever had. And uh and at least that's what that's that's the claim. Mm-hmm. And um and you know, you think about probably two of the best two way players. Uh Bryce just went into Bryce and Clay both just went into the Blue Raider Hall of Fame last year. Bryce in his first year of eligibility, uh Clay in a very well-deserved, uh, you know, it's been a few years, but his time came and it, and it came in. And I know people a lot of times say, well, you know, here's this and that and whatever, you know, what took so long? Well, it happens when it's supposed to happen. And, uh, and, but Clay's in and, you know, Alicia Clark went in last year, which by the way, I, I did have something to mention on her in a minute, but, uh, yeah, Bryce is back, and he's, you know, he's, you know, they, they've they've re embraced being back in Murfreesboro, and it's home, and and uh, just going to be a lot of good things. But when you think about great two way players in college over the last 
couple of decades. Bryce obviously jumps right up to that list. He and Todd Helton are probably two of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I remember when Delmonico would go out to the mound late in the game, he'd take a ball with him, and, and Todd would warm up by throwing across a diamond to the third third baseman before he'd come in and close out games. Yeah. Oh, I remember I remember one night at, at, at Reese Smith Field, uh, Middle had a, has a one-run lead, uh, going to the top of the ninth, uh, and Helton comes up uh, with a man on, uh, hits a two-run homer, and then comes out and pitches the bottom of the ninth and gets the save. Now, now and, they uh, say you can't create your own save, but I guess Todd Helton he did. did that huh? situation. Todd <laughs> Helton did. Yeah, I've seen other guys try to create in a whole different way, but uh, but in this sense, he he did create his own save opportunity. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we're speaking on the Parks Motor Sales you Hotline with... You can't pitch yourself into a safe situation. Oh, that's correct. We, we, when Todd Helton's involved, we have to change the saying. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there you go. We are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia Central graduate and the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, as Bernard Childress was trying to call me just now. Um <laughs> I think he another probably, central, I think another he, central grad right there. Yeah, well, we just had him on in the last hour, and we were talking about ticketing for spring fling, and you know he was apprising us that you know because of the need to monitor admissions and that kind of thing, people were going to have to buy tickets at each event instead of buying one ticket for the day and having free access to everything. And I suspect he was calling us to let us know what we have figured out that tickets are not reduced as a result of this decision so you it's take some money with you if you're going to spring fling this week if you're planning on going to multiple events and and i will uh invite people to uh if you're in murfreesboro or wherever you may be uh to keep up with Obviously, you guys are going to do a great job of, of keeping up with local local teams that are involved in Spring Fling. But uh, Spring Fling HQ uh, is we we started this two years ago and obviously got discontinued last year. But Neil Price and myself will we host this Sports Center type event, radio event uh, or audio event, I should say, and. We'll, we'll tomorrow we'll go from 3 p.m. until 8 p.m. and you can you can listen on TWSWA championships or TWSWA sports dot com and if you click on the one the first page that comes up you know spring fling championships learn more as soon as you click on that you'll see an icon oh, for spring it. fling HQ listen live and we'll be going nonstop from three until eight o'clock. And it's just continuous updates of results, uh, interviews, previews, uh, all of that. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, we'll be going from 10 AM until 6 PM. And, uh, and, and it's, uh, as you can see, it's online there. So please throw that link out if you can. And, uh, and also, uh, in Murfreesboro, WGNS, when they don't have local, like Siegel playing or whatever, they're going to be carrying it live on, on the air. So you'll be able to catch it in the car and, 
And also, uh, you know, you'll have it obviously right at your fingertips with your device, but it, uh, it, it's Bradley Lambert, uh, who y'all know, does a great job of getting this thing set up, and um, and we we're, we will have reports from different venues. Uh, so it's uh, who knows you guys. You, y'all say, if you, might, might even get a call. If, I was going to say if you need some reports from <laughs> the Southern Middle Tennessee sports area, we are happy to come on and and good deal. give you that. No yeah. doubt, but good deal. It, it, it's 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 a, it's a real. I mean, it's not. And, and this is obviously a free service that people can get. And, and if they're at one venue, they can, you know, hear what, you know, we can update them on what's going on elsewhere and things like that. So it's, uh, that's, nice. th- that's kind of a neat thing that we put together and looking forward to that starting tomorrow. Well, we look forward to being involved as needed. And we are, we are at your disposal. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, you certainly helped us out for the last <laughs> eight months or so. But, yeah, we look forward to listening to and possibly being involved with Spring Fling HQ this week. Sounds like you're going to be really busy. And um, I guess that's why you took that vacation you took last week because you needed to, right. needed to catch your breath, huh? That, that's right. Just a, a moment of zen before uh, <laughs> before the, this week got started. You know, I, I probably could have taken your vacation a little better if it wasn't for the pictures that you kept posting of the beach and, and your meals and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, just kind of rubbing folks' face in it, you know. Well, I, 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 I think it maybe uh, use it for inspiration for yourself. You okay, go. okay. There you go. Um, yeah. All right. All right. That's good. So, um... What did you miss last week on campus, Chip? Uh, well, not, not a whole lot. Well, because no, there was no baseball over the three weekend. Innings. Because yeah, well, there was three innings last Tuesday. You're right. So, <laughs> you missed three so, innings. Uh, That's it. Yeah, and uh, and then of course the Wright State series uh, went away, and so now it's uh, next up Conference USA tournament, and that will the Blue Raiders had the. Uh, unenviable task of taking on the number one seed right out of the gate. And that'll be Charlotte Wednesday at 1230. The good news is Aaron Brown will be pitching, which he is over a hundred strikeouts this season. And one of the best strikeout to walk ratios of any pitcher in the country, but Charlotte also has good pitching. So, you know, you, the expectation is low scoring game probably means it'll be 10 to nine. Um, but if they play Charlotte and in their half of the bracket, you got middle and Charlotte. Then you have the four five old dominion and FAU. Uh, so if they win, they move on and play 30 on Thursday. If they lose, they drop into the losers bracket playing at 9am on Thursday. And all of that, uh, moves through the weekend, bottom half of the bracket, Louisiana tech, who's the 2C, UTSA number seven, and then Southern Miss and Western Kentucky. That's the 3-6 matchup, and, uh, and and they that all works its way through until the 30th, and championship game will be on CBS Sports Network from Louisiana Tech. They will have the – they're the 2 seed but have the home field advantage, and I did hear uh, one of the pundits from Baseball America had predicted that uh, – that, you know who who outside of the power five will have an in his opinion would have an opportunity to really make some noise in the ncaa tournament and and he picked louisiana tech to be that the conference usa is expected to get as many as four 
uh, into the NCAA tournament, but that all gets underway uh, on Wednesday. So, uh, let, let, can I go back to this Murray State game that was ended up being canceled due to rain? Because yeah. I think this – I don't even know if Mo's read the story or not yet, but freshman pitcher Jaden Ham, Jaden Ham, Columbia Central graduate, got his first uh, career star. He pitched all three innings that were completed. He got – he pitched uh, – had three strikeouts – Escaped a bases loaded jam in the first inning, left a man on third in the second, and uh, went one, two, three in the third. But also, Bryce Simler and Briggs Rudder had RBIs in the game as well. So two locals and they're in their, Murray and County. And none of, they all went. They all were playing great, and none of their numbers count. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the sad thing about it. Those three, yeah. those three freshmen from the Columbia area, you know, Briggs playing out at Zion Christian and, and um, Bryce and, Bryce and Jaden having been teammates at Central, kind of having a breakout performance there, and no one will ever know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. But, you know, I tell you, the, those they guys have been good. All They've been good all year. Uh, I mean, Briggs Rudder had, you know, he's had a walk-off homer for a win. Uh, similar has been – he has been uh, very solid in a in a backup role. When when he, in games he didn't start, they they have they have put him in as a defensive uh, replacement in left field uh, in games. You know they were looking to to nail down, and and you know and and Ham is you know I, I think he's been you know they have to be very excited about him and what he's done as as a freshman. This is a mm-hmm. seems like a really good class and. It'll, this team, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how, how they improve uh, going into next year as well with what they bring in to go along with what's coming back. No doubt. I just, I just wanted to make sure that we got those three yeah. names in there because it's, it, I, I did want someone to know that it happened, that, that they were playing well up until that third inning that and the rain came. So now it's out there. It'll, it'll be on our podcast forever. So if anybody ever wants to hear us talk about it, they can. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, track, uh, we talked about that being completed last week. Middle's got 12 individuals that are moving on to the NCAA uh, regionals. And they are, you can find all those on GoBlueRaiders.com. And um, I, I, I might throw a, throw my jaw out of socket trying to pronounce everybody's name. They, they, there, there are some challenges within that group, but uh, some, you know, really good track athletes. Tennis, Francisco Rocha had, uh, he, he got beat last night in the individual draw of the NCAA singles, lost to number 18, Andy Andrade of Florida. So that has come to a close. Uh, did want to make a couple of things, make mention real quick. We uh, t- uh, mentioned I had something about Alicia Clark. You know, well, she's not playing this year uh, for the Mystics. You know, she won her second championship last year with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Well, she's with Washington now and has a had she's had surgery, had a broken bone and a leg or foot or something. <laughs> so she is not she's out for the year, but she. Uh, to back up just a little bit, we, we talked about Mike Caldwell being named to the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. He will be inducted later this summer. Mm-hmm. But Alicia Clark, uh, it's been announced that she is the 
female professional athlete of the year that will also be honored that night by the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. And uh, Anastasia Hayes uh, named the amateur female player of the year, being the player of the year in Conference USA and all that. She now of Mississippi State uh, uh, residents, but uh, but did all of this at middle this past year. And uh, so it, the uh, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame is going to have a distinctly uh, Blue Raider flavor to it this year. Very interesting. You know, there's there's, yep. al- there's always an MTSU connection, and it's um really exciting to see. Um, Chip Walters, the voice mm-hmm. of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Chip, as always, we appreciate you this and every Monday. Um, look forward to catching up with you next Monday after the smoke clears from Spring Fling. And again, all seriousness, you've got both of our phone numbers. If um, yep. if there's anything we can contribute to Spring Fling HQ, let us know because so we're going to be all over so the place. Yeah. Yep. So you guys are working on Memorial Day next week, huh? <sighs> Hmm, that's a good question. We we had not I I've forgotten about it being Memorial Day until you said that. We'll get back with you on that. <laughs> there, there you go. And uh just a, a couple of quick reminders. Uh Blue Raider Virtual 5K, uh you can 3.1 miles. Uh do it wherever you want. Uh registration is available on goblueraiders.com. And also uh I think you guys may have heard a little bit more about the uh, upcoming uh, road swing through Columbia with the Blue Raider uh, uh, travel uh, or caravan that'll be coming through. And that's going to be, I think it's going to be at Puckett's down on the square. And I think whenever we next uh, convene, I'll have more information on that. That's great. We had not heard that. So, yeah, that's that's yeah. good to know. And um, if you find out something between now and when we next convene, let us know so that we can um, – plan whatever we need to plan for that so i think you i think you're supposed to be hearing from uh chelsea floyd about that so okay. about to do a little help maybe grab get her or somebody or stock on or somebody promote the event a little bit absolutely that'd be fantastic yeah we look so, forward to it so um okay chip walters dropping knowledge as per usual, and reminding us that next Monday is Memorial Day. So, again, um, we may, we may not have Chip next Monday. We may, we may not be here next Monday. That's right. So, um, Chip, at any rate, thanks again. All right. See you, man. All righty. Bye. And we will be back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today right after a quick break to talk about the Atlanta Braves. And their AAA affiliate. <laughs> so we'll get to all that on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. You guys stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Covering the
the teams you care about. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, the illustrious potentate, Coach Mike. He thought we'd forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> He thought he was going to get through the whole show without. No, that. I'm just sitting here potentating. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, we coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio right here in Columbia, Tennessee. So happy to have you guys with us on Facebook. If you are out there, we appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning us in when you can. If you missed any part of the show, the first hour podcast is available, SM-TN Prep Prep Sports Today. This hour will be available, SM-TN Sports Today. You can find all of that on our website, sm-tnsports.com. Right now, uh, we need to talk about... Experian. That's where it was, Experian. That's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) We were trying to figure out where the dot com came from. Dot com, and that was it. Um, the Atlanta Braves hurt you talking about them Friday morning. Not only did the bats wake up, but the arms. My goodness. One run in each of the last three games. They gave up more runs in the first game of the series against the Pittsburgh freaking Pirates than they, they did, did the, the final three. The whole rest of them, yeah. <laughs> so here's my question. And I was I was driving back from Summertown Friday night listening to the tail end of the ball game and the post game show and and it was twenty to nothing in the ninth. And I think there were two outs in the ninth before who else but Jacob Webb gave up the run that that prevented the shutout pittsburgh had i was listening and they said we go to the top of the ninth um pittsburgh zero runs 10 hits i'm like they didn't just say 10 hits how do you have 10 hits hits and and no no runs and so i want to know what's the the most hits a team has gotten in a shutout hmm that's it. You know, baseball has. Oh, I'm sure somebody's got it, and I've got to figure that out. But how how do you get ten hits and not score? <laughs> Talk about scattering hits, right? Scatter, yeah, you scatter scatter ten, 10 hits, hits. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and and you wouldn't be wrong by saying that. That's what's so crazy about it. Yeah, and <laughs> you had at least two hits in one inning, and at least didn't score. Um, but again, it is Pittsburgh. The, the Pittsburgh freaking Pirates. Uh, a Facebook comment from my uncle is, Chris Yao is a Walker County punk, but he does miss me. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. Thanks, guys. We miss you too, Uncle Greg. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you told me or, or mentioned that maybe the Braves should save some runs in that 20 run output well apparently franchises have had 20 runs in consecutive in consecutive seasons <laughs> in less than 162 games how many teams have put up 20 plus runs twice twice yeah can't be many now you know that that 29-9 thing against Florida last year I'm I'm sorry against Miami that was 
DH-aided. You Still. have pitchers hitting in this one, so. But, yeah. That's where those other nine runs went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we had the DH, we would have scored nine more. Goodness. I, you know, that's, I mean, it really is something, you know, the Braves needed. They needed, an, you know, a, a game where they could just well, get back on track. Seeing the baseball is the most important thing. Just being able to see it and hit it. And you guys scoffed at me and Mark Bowman when we were talking about the the still hot Dansby Swanson. No, I just thought it was an interesting choice of term to say hot. Uh, warming up, Do you up, still maybe. think it's interesting? I think he might have been warming up, but now he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't be hot after like four games. <laughs> Like you got to at least have double digits. Well, it's relative, belt, right? though. It is. I mean, the guy has <laughs> compared been to where he was. Yeah, yeah he's flaming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The guy has been hitting. This is what's crazy. Is you know when you go back and you look at that at, at that game, every single position player, any anybody who hit who wasn't a pitcher, got a hit, including pinch hitter. Uh. Adrianza with E-H-I-R-E. Yeah, but there's kind of a D sound in there somewhere. I'm not sure how it works. But, and but yeah. Had that, a grand slam, that one he? hit was four RBIs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Off the, the bench. Had the second most RBIs in the uh, in the game behind Ronald Acuna Jr.'s Pinch five. hitting, yeah. So, uh, I'm telling you, man. How it, many grand slams do the Braves have this year? Because uh, like, they hit two the other night. Like seven, I think. I, it's a I, lot. And I think that's the record. I think it is. <laughs> Some reason I'm thinking is pushing 10, isn't it? We're not even in June. I may not be. May, I may be. Let's see. Hang on. Uh, what, uh, I, may, I may be thinking major leagues total, but it's. I mean, that that's what's so crazy is. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's talking about Steve Price said in, in sarcastic font, trade Riley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, good luck with that. Yeah. That, speaking of, despite having probably one of the worst starts to a baseball season that you could have as a young hitter, he now is fourth in the major leagues in batting average and second in OPS in the majors. What did I tweet yesterday? I, I honestly don't know, actually. Austin, was, Austin Riley, hotter than fish grease. Hotter than fish grease, you're right. <laughs> I, I did see that. It, the guy has has been nothing but – Fantastic since the Twitter rants. <laughs> and and the thing is, as he said in the postgame on Friday, he's staying in the big part of the field. He's he's going gap to gap with power. And when his the, spray chart is just off the charts, literally. It, and when these guys, you know, when he's going right center, when Dansby's going right center, that's when they're on that outside pitch. And just going with it, they're not pulling off of it. They're not trying to turn it, and that's that's where they've got to be. And if they can both stay there all year, 
Well, it, Chip mentioned this yesterday, and I think I'm not sure who was on the broadcast with him. It may have been Glavin, but it could have been Frank Core too. No, I, I, don't I think know. it was Nick Green. Whomever it was, mm. they said, you know, once you start hitting that outside pitch the other way and start doing that well, they don't pitch you there as much. Which means they start bringing you in, and that's and when and that's when you can really you eat, can un- unload. Yeah, you yeah. can unload because I mean, Riley hit that 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 I don't know just about number high fastball yesterday, and just smashed it, and hit a hanging slider four oh four. The fact that he's able to hit, I told you, I told you when he when he started being able to hit both the slider and the fastball. Instead of one or the other, mm-hmm. he was going to be as dangerous as anybody in Major League Baseball, and he is right now da- as dangerous as anybody in baseball. And when he's able to turn on a ball as big and as strong as he is, he's going to hit some tape measure shots. My question is, at what point do you start thinking about hitting him third? And moving Ozuna back to fourth and Ozzy down to fifth, or I mean, Ozzy's hit really well in the cleanup spot. They're all hitting really well right now. I really think there's a lot to be said for if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There is that. I think that I think you've got guys that are comfortable where they're hitting right now. You'd like to think that major league hitters don't think a whole lot about where they are hitting, but hitting fourth. Can be too big for guys, for some it guys. It can be. It can be, no doubt. So let him sit at fifth and keep doing what he's doing. I Especially mean, with Ozzy, like you said, doing what he's doing. That's the thing is you're t- <laughs> you're talking about, you know, a lineup that the worst yeah. hitter the worst hitter on the team right now is a, a is a revolving door because you've got a guy, you got the guys who are hitting seventh, seventh and eighth aren't going to be hitting seventh and eighth because they're probably not going to be playing every day. Yeah. I mean, right now, right now, Contreras and Heredia are seventh and eighth. Right. So whenever, I mean, whenever you get your, your typical guys back, I mean, these guys well, don't know going to be out yeah. for a while longer. No, I understand. But but, he, yeah. But you could see Jonathan Lucroy, who, by the way, We'll talk about in just a second. Uh, you could see him moving up to to play well, some catcher. All of a sudden, as we mentioned, as you mentioned, the Braves have got all the catchers. They just all traded for Kevin Smith for from Tampa Bay, um, and I think he started Friday. Mm-hmm. Grabbed him. Grabbed and Jonathan Lucroy. Lucroy sitting down at Gwinnett, hitting home runs or getting robbed of them. Getting robbed, <laughs> and um, you know they. So, they're all kind of keeping the seat warm, I think, until Darno gets back because he's the leader in the clubhouse, literally. But again, but, revolving door. Mm-hmm. It, those uh, seven, eight, nine. If if those three are coming up, I'm not real excited now. Adrianza, Heredia, Contreras—they've all had flashes, but I'm not expecting anything out of them. But one through six, right now. Don't but pitch to us. On Just average, don't. also, you can expect in seven, eight, nine, at least one of them is going to contribute somewhere Something. along some, somewhere along the way, and that if just one of them contributes, that gets you to the top of your order with somebody sitting on base. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. The Braves are a game out of five hundred again. Again, 
Yeah. Oh, With two there, there, there's, there, there's the obstacle. 500. <laughs> there's, there's the obstacle. <laughs> no doubt. They got two games this week, tomorrow and Wednesday in, uh, in their, uh, their original home in Boston. Well, in Boston. At Fenway Park, which is not their original home. No. But yeah, but in Boston. The city. Yeah, absolutely. There. Yeah, they start a two-game series tomorrow. Um, it's a 6-10 start, but it will not be on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM-FM, because Columbia American Little League will be there with the golden tones of Lewis Maddox. So check that out. May hear bits and pieces of it on either side of that. Do they? Do they come in? Yes, they're okay. They're, they're right. on our scheduler now, so they they could come on either side of that. Okay, all right. Just for the record, the Boston Braves did play in Fenway Park. It just wasn't their original home. Ah, okay. All right. Good for you. But anyway, Charlie Morton speaking, two and two with a four six zero ERA will get the start for the Braves against Garrett Richards four who? and two with a three seven two. Um, Boston comes in at 29 and 19. As Chris said, the Braves trying to get to 500 and maybe get over it. I get, I wonder how long it's been since they've gone this deep into the season without being over 500. It's it got to be 14, 15, that area. Yeah. So anyway, anyway speaking of Braves. History. Why don't you tell us about today in Braves history? On May 24th, 2007, John Smoltz throws seven shutout innings in a 2-1 to victory, the 200th of his career, as he and the host Braves defeated the Mets and Tom Glavin. The 40-year-old Smoltz improved to <laughs> seven and two. For yeah, Tommy. it is. It is. The 40-year-old Smoltz improved to seven and two on the year and became the only pitcher in Major League Baseball history with 200 career wins and 150 career saves, having served as the Braves' closer from 2001 to 2004. Um, Smoltz finished that year 14-8 and eight with a 3.11 ERA. That was his last um, full year as a starter. Retired two years later, was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2015. So, I think he is still... The only pitcher oh, yeah. in Major League Baseball with 200 he wins may and 150 the only saves. One he may be the, yeah. Ever. Because that was just a. I mean, the only one that you would would have thought might have been was Dennis Eckersley, who began his career as a starter and then went to the pen. But he never, he, he finished up as a closer. Smoltz came back. And to get that 200. Probably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know. At that time, he had just had elbow surgery, right. and they felt like the short stints was the best way for him to be able to contribute, and clearly he did. So, yeah. no, he was a, he was a fantastic closer. Seriously, yeah. a fantastic closer. Um, finally, the sounds two one winners over the Gwinnett Stripers on Saturday. Stripers, <laughs> not the one P. As the the, the the Vandy Law students who sat in front of us. Is that what they were? I'm pretty sure they were. Vandy Law? Yeah. Pretty That's sure they That's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, anyway, the Vandy Law students who were sitting in front of us on uh, Saturday were worried about that extra pee. Um, and had all sorts of conversations <laughs> relative to. I will tell you, one of the kids had, they had, they had, 
16 seats there. Nine on the back row, seven on the second row, and the row right in front of them. And he created like a whole seating chart <laughs> for this group. And they were just like, dude, really? Stop. No. <laughs> now that sounds like a lost dude. <laughs> uh, exactly. So this is my point. Um, but the, the Saturday game went by in about, what, was it two hours and – just under it was three a hours. Six thirty-five start, and we were walking out of the stadium at eight forty-five. So two hours and ten minutes. That's how long the game took. I looked up and I thought, "It's already the sixth inning." And and <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy, says some things that would get him thrown out of the most press boxes. He looks up in the sixth and says, "Man, this game's going by fast." Well, I was just trying to help out Doug Scopel. <laughs> <laughs> trying to slow it down. He was trying to slow it down and keep and, keep selling some selling popcorn stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jonathan Lucroy, as we mentioned earlier, had one home run. Braves legend Jace Peterson came back in the bottom half of that inning and uh, hit a two run jack, and that was the difference. It was Lucroy solo, Peterson's two run homer, and well, that was and, the game. And Corey Ray's fantastic catch at the center field wall to keep it from being two two because Lucroy hit another one. And as I said, <laughs> Luke Roy with two home runs tonight. Just kidding, Corey Ray said, not tonight. No, not here. So Shane no. Green had three strikeouts, though. In that After one. giving up a leadoff double. Yep. Yeah. So still. He's on the way. We'll need him. All right. We are up against the break. The sounds will play Tuesday through Sunday in Columbus. <laughs> Columbus, then Charlotte. Away from <laughs> First Horizon yeah. Park. They will not be at First Horizon Park. It'll be this week in Columbus, next week in Charlotte. Uh, there you have it. We'll come right back, and when we do, we're going to talk SEC baseball and uh, Nashville Predators all in the next segment. So stick around real quick on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into the show, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio here in Columbia, Tennessee. Happy to have you with us on WKOM 1017, the podcast, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, or on Facebook. Like our Facebook page, we'd appreciate it. Like and comment on the post, and we'll really appreciate it. That was a hiccup. Yeah. That my single hiccup. Just, just like us, and you know, in, in any in any form, you, just like us. We, we don't care if you like us that. or not. <laughs> I do. I don't care if you like well, us we, or not. I, I do. It hurts. You are the, you are the one person in this room who gives the least <laughs> crap about whether somebody likes you or not. 
Mo don't care. You got something to say? Say something. If anybody in this room doesn't care, it's Mo. This guy. I can't, I can't even say it. <laughs> he's not wrong, folks. He's not wrong. No, he's, he's not. He's uh, not. <laughs> let me tell you who I like the most right now. I like UC Soros. Amen. Second goalie in NFL, NFL, NHL history with 50 plus saves in consecutive playoff games. The I fact think, that he's. I think I like Luke Coonan. And I'll tell you who else I like. I like the Pritch equipment manager. Amen. <laughs> yes. I don't know who he is. Whomever, whatever your name but is. Quick on is, the stick. Whoever it is that got Coonan that stick. Quick. That's, that's who. Quick. Yeah, that's who I the like. Quick stick. That was a that was a heck of a heck of a game. Double overtime twice in a row. Series is tied at two two. Is there any chance the Preds get this to six? If they get it to double overtime tomorrow night, <laughs> in Cutling, well, they guaranteed they get it to six. That is true. Oh wait, you're the right. Question: yeah, They get it to two, seven. I'm sorry. Or, no, or do they? they or do they close it? Six. Yeah. Or can, yeah. Can they win it in six? I don't think they can win it in six. I don't. I, I don't think they can win it at all. I think. <laughs> I think. The, well, I think the Canes are going to win the next two, but they're going to have to steal one away from home, and that's the that's the tough part. That's been that's been the issue, which is odd because typically over the last couple of playoff runs. The Preds have been dangerous on the road and terrible at home, which is why they were able to get to the Stanley Cup Finals as the eighth seed because they were so good on the road. And why they lost as the one seed two years ago because they were so bad at home. So <laughs> to Winnipeg, uh, again, this is just this has been a, a wild ride. And like I told you, of course they're not going to freaking get swept because that would just be too easy on my soul. Yeah, yeah. Let's twist that knife a little bit. Let's win a couple in double overtime and kind of get your hopes up, and then and then deflate you. Yeah, do that. Yeah. So exactly. So yeah, uh, really excited about tomorrow night. I hate the I hate the two two one one one. I think that's the dumbest format in the history of sports. Why? Because I, two three two just makes no, more sense. No, no, no. Because the higher seeded team, if you assume that the home team is going to win every game, the higher seeded team should never have an opportunity to go down. So yeah. thus two two one one one. I, 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 I don't think like it the makes travel. Perfectly good sense. I, the travel just you're not traveling. <sighs> You ain't going nowhere. It doesn't affect you. Just sit down and watch <laughs> but it. But it affects the players. That's why I don't like it. Uh, well, they'll be they, uh, they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be. They'll be I'm fine. sure. You know, I was um, I was watching um Steve Lehman and and John on Channel Five last night, and they were talking about um the series going back to Carolina and. You know, the, today being a travel day. And I was thinking Carolina probably went back last night, you know, so they could sleep in their own beds an extra night. I think that's sure. got that. That has to be the I way mean, that would have went. You know? Nashville, Raleigh, Raleigh. okay. Yeah. John Burton. But <laughs> Nashville, Winnipeg. 
different story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, different. That's but, kind of the reason, that, especially when the Preds were in the West, it, it really kind of yeah. screwed with things. Oh Well, yeah, with, with them having to travel the most probably right. of any team. But, yeah, I still think on, on the whole – Two two one 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 is is the only equitable, you know, best of seven schedule, no doubt. So, but, uh, Nashville Soccer Club won one nothing. Preds win. Uh, Sounds won. So, big day. Big day. Um, SEC baseball tournament starts Tuesday. The Tennessee Volunteers, winners of the Southeastern Conference East, because of a home run. From Kentucky to defeat Vanderbilt, handing the Vols the championship and and a and a rainout <laughs> that didn't hurt. Yeah, because UT won would the have division had, by half had a game. Win. Yeah, yeah that that was another opportunity for either Vanderbilt to win or or to, lose to make it a little bit yeah. <laughs> easier for Tennessee either way. Uh, but yeah. So as a result, Vandy goes from potentially the two seed to the four seed. That's correct. Which means that they would catch Arkansas sooner. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and I really feel like that's, that's the game, the series that everybody is really wants to see because they didn't play during the regular season. Correct. We're going to see it. In the semis, maybe? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, if seeds hold. Yeah. Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, LSU, Georgia, and Ole Miss, Auburn, all tomorrow. Winner go home. Winner go home. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So check it out. Going to be a ton of great baseball at the Hoover Metropolitan Stadium in Hoover, Alabama. Look and, for Bill Marbot. And look for, the, look, look for the king of dirt. <laughs> He'll be out there. Uh, and if you missed that, go to our podcast from last week and listen to him because it's a great it's a great interview uh, talking about the SEC tournament and his role there. That's going to do it for today's show. Speaking of the podcast, if you missed any part of today's show, sm-tnsports.com. The podcast tab is there. Uh, check us out on Facebook. You can go back and watch any of the shows on Facebook as well. So appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on WKOM and on Facebook Live. We'll be back tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel, for Maurice Patton and the lustrous potentate Coach Mike. I am Chris Yao saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Cool